0: We'll mm-hmm.
1: There, and welcome to Muggles, Magic, and Mischief.
0: A Harry Potter podcast.
1: I am one of your hosts, Kim.
0: And I'm your other host, Ryan.
1: We are your hosts for this episode and every, every episode. episode. Today, we are looking at chapter nine of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone.
0: The Midnight Duel. Ooh. Spooky scary. <laughs> spooky spooky. Actually, not spooky scary. A lot of funny parts.
1: This chapter was just hilarious yes we sat next to each other and read it at the same time although
0: i finished before ryan did she's a much quicker <laughs> reader than i am
1: but it was just so fun hearing ryan laugh and
0: i do have an infectious laugh
1: you do you really do
0: <laughs> i have a seth rogan-esque <laughs> laugh huh, huh, huh. <laughs> there we go that was it muggles magic and mischief a seth Rogen podcast <laughs> Maybe someday that joke will get funny. Maybe someday. (laughs) But But not today. (laughs) This chapter was a lot of fun. It
1: was. Before we jump into the chapter, we are going to kind of breeze through our Harry Potter happenings for the week because we don't really have any new news.
0: It's more waiting for uh, Secrets of Dumbledore.
1: Yes. so if you have not seen the trailer for Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore go watch it if you haven't seen the other fantastic beasts movies
0: go watch them
1: watch them get prepared
0: yes uh, it's april right april is when the I believe down.
1: so yeah you so, know what i'm going to look it up really okay
0: quick. yeah we just uh we were thinking about like what's going on in the world of harry potter and really a lot um, a lot of it is just that calm before the storm yeah of waiting and I'm sure there's other more deeper news out there that we don't know about or we're not familiar with but really it's waiting for this movie and just all the the answers we're going to get to different questions and the new questions we're going to get from this movie because we know it's not the last it's not
1: so this was the third installment out of five for the fantastic series it comes out april 15th
0: april 15th
1: so there we've we got
0: go. we've got about what two months, yeah, two almost m-
1: exactly from two, the day two, this is two being months released as of yeah. the
0: release of this episode. So again, two months of anticipation. We're very excited about it. I We're,
1: hope they drop a new trailer because I just want to see I'm, more.
0: I'm sure I'm sure they will. I was it's,
1: surprised they didn't do one for the Super Bowl, but that's okay. But you know, moving forward.
0: Yeah. So Harry Potter happenings just continuing to get hyped for this next movie. Yep.
1: Yeah. All right. Summary for chapter 9 So first we start with Flying Lessons um, With the Slytherin Well Gryffindor and Slytherin are together So that happens Malfoy Steals Neville's Remembrall After Neville has fallen off his broom Which is just so characteristically Neville Um, But Harry wins it back And not only does he win it back And not crash his broom But who sees it? McGonagall which leads into Harry Potter becomes the youngest Quidditch player in a century. And he's the new Gryffindor Team Seeker, which I'm so excited for to read Quidditch. It's so much fun. Um, After this, Malfoy challenges Harry to a wizard's duel. Hence
0: which, the title of yes, the chapter. Yes, at
1: midnight. Um, and kind of surrounding the midnight duel that doesn't happen... Um, Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Neville are all locked out of Gryffindor Tower, and they end up in the third floor corridor, which is? Forbidden. Forbidden. We'll get to that at the end. So, so Ryan. Basically,
0: Malfoy tricked them. Yeah. So that Filch would catch Man, them and get slimy. them. Ch- yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Ryan, first thoughts?
0: Really, my first thought is also my overarching thought. This was a really funny chapter.
1: Yes. Like it I was. laughed,
0: I laughed out loud multiple times at the subtle, the subtle jokes uh, that are like mostly poked in like Hermione's uh, direction, in, in yeah. Hermione's direction. But then the all just the overt like references to Neville. Um, not being you know not he's being good on,
1: clumsy. He's
0: not he's not good on his feet, let alone <laughs> on a broom. Uh, you know George and Fred show up yeah. very briefly. Peeves does some really funny Peeves stuff. Peeves
1: just cracked me up. I,
0: honestly, when I read the chapter title of Midnight duel, no part of that chapter makes me think funny haha right. But this was honestly it was the funniest chapter yet. Yeah. Um, and I I really enjoyed it for that reason. Like learning a little bit more about Quidditch was was nice, but we really don't know much about how the game is played. We know more about how people relate to it as a fandom right now. Yeah. And then uh, learning more about Filch and how the castle is kind of like how the castle is oriented, constructed, yeah,
1: organized like, where things are.
0: Like you know they they go through the charms classroom and they end up in the third floor corridor and they're not supposed to be there. Yeah. But they, they kind of get there in this weird winding path. Like Mm -hmm. they're very far from where they should be. And so I think we just learn a little bit more also about the geography of the castle.
1: Yeah, for sure. I thought this is when I was, okay. When I was reading it, I just, which time (laughs) this time, I just felt like that lightheartedness that I remember about Harry Potter. Because, don't get me wrong, Harry Potter gets dark. Like, it gets super dark. It is not a children's <laughs> book. But, this is the fun, lighthearted, jokey writing that I remember. And it just makes me so happy. Makes me so happy.
0: Yeah, the I definitely got strong, like, endearment to the yeah. to these characters in this chapter. Um and and I wanted to share a few of the lines that really made me chuckle. Okay. Uh so uh, in in sequential order I'll give these and the context might also help us break down the the plot around them. For sure. So Ron and Harry are are discussing Quidditch and Harry, you know, what he knows about Quidditch is that everybody in this world is obsessed with it at this right. point. And he references a argument that he heard Ron and Dean Thomas have about Quidditch compared to soccer. And Ron says this great line that I, I just I thought was so great. Ron couldn't see what was so exciting about a game, soccer, with only one ball where no one was allowed to fly.
1: <laughs> and then he's trying to poke the soccer poster to try and make the the soccer players move, which is just... You know, a little added subtlety,
0: and uh, and Harry, Harry, in reference to Neville going to flying class, mm-hmm. and they're all all the first year Gryffindors are going to flying class for the first time, and Harry says this in reference to Neville, yes, being in the class. Harry felt that she, uh, Neville's grandmother, had a good reason to to be worried because Neville managed to have an extraordinary number of accidents even with both feet on the ground.
1: <laughs> That's just really Neville as a character.
0: <laughs> the her and and then Hermione who also has not flown. Yeah. A lot of the wizarding the wizarding kids. Yeah have flown before but harry has not they mentioned that hermione has not
1: (laughs) neville hasn't not because he's not a wizard but because he's clumsy and accident prone
0: but of (laughs) course because hermione is hermione she's already done her research she went and read quidditch through the ages she's giving all these tips and then mail call happens at at a at a meal time and the line is said that everybody was pleased when hermione's lecture was interrupted by the arrival of mail (laughs) So
1: everyone's just thinking, please stop, please stop talking, please stop talking. Oh, thank God the mail's here. We
0: get it. You read a book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, though. I just love Hermione and I am her and she is me. So she just makes she makes me so happy. All of her in this chapter, her um, towing the line, not wanting to break rules, like really trying to get the boys to stay in line and not break the rules. And giving
0: giving the most like yes teacher's pet reasons she's like but we'll lose points and the boys are like but Malfoy insulted us yes.
1: <laughs> we must win our honor back who dishonor, needs- on, dishonor on you dishonor, dishonor on, on your, your cow, cow.
0: <laughs> Muggles Magic and Mischief a Mushu podcast not even Mulan
1: just Mushu just Mushu also, that's a lot of M's
0: You know what? Tongue twister. I feel like I'm testing myself for some imaginary, like, I don't know, quiz later on. Um, One thing I liked when we get to flying class, we meet Madam Hooch, which you've told me in the past, this is really her only thing she does.
1: She, well, she teaches flying lessons, but she also is the ref for Quidditch. So she does, she shows up a lot more in the books than she does. In the movies. In the movies, she's barely in them. Okay. She's in them for this scene and maybe a couple Quidditch scenes, but she's steadily in the books when it comes to Quidditch.
0: But she is like, she's a full blown, she's a witch and she is, um, maybe, maybe. She
1: looks like a hawk. He freaking mm.
0: cool. Maybe that's the person we should have grabbed our, our character.
1: You know what? I'll grab it. Character compendium.
0: So while Kim's doing that, I'll describe this scene that I, I really thought. Set
1: the scene for us, Ryan. Yeah.
0: So they go to flying class and the Slytherins and the Gryffindors are together, um, which Harry makes kind of a note of this in the beginning that they only had potions class together until flying class happened. Yes. And he was... He was uh, initially relieved that they only had one class with the Slytherins but now of course it's a situation for Malfoy to kind of show off again so they get to this class and Madam Hooch is the one who is uh, running, running the show here and she's very direct she gets right to the flying lesson yeah. we, we don't really learn much about her besides the physical description so Kim is going to give a little bit of a
1: there's not much here
0: <laughs> but, she's not a
1: very fleshed out character yeah so what we do know she is a witch she's a female she has short gray hair and yellow eyes she looks like a hawk
0: um, all things that we, we just found read in this book. Yep. yes
1: so her skills and achievements are what she does she is the hogwarts flying instructor and she's the quidditch ref which i just said a magic fact about her okay also her first name is rolanda by the way
0: rolanda what a What a lovely name.
1: Rolanda Hooch. A magic fact, though, she learned... Someone's
0: parents did not like her.
1: (laughs) She learned to fly on a silver arrow, a broom that was no longer in production by 1994.
0: Interesting.
1: Which, this takes place 1991. So. Okay. That's kind of interesting. It says, Rolanda Hooch teaches flying classes to first years at Hogwarts and referees most of the school Quidditch matches. She's a fair referee and has the captain shake hands at the beginning of every match.
0: Okay. So. That's
1: literally all it says except for a quote from Prisoner.
0: <laughs> okay. Which we won't read because we're, we're not there yet. We are not. So, yeah, not a lot known about this character outside of, really, this scene where we see her interact with the right. students. And,
1: I mean, we do see her more, but we're not learning backstory or
0: anything Yeah, yeah, like and yeah. is this really her main interaction with the students in, 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 like, a classroom setting? Oh, yeah.
1: Past this, they don't go to flying class, really.
0: But they, they continue going to flying class, but we just don't see it.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: I would imagine, like.
1: I don't feel like it's mentioned. We'll see. We'll see. I, I guess. I just
0: feel like if you're gonna learn something as
1: it's not a one thing
0: as know. flying, it's like it, I kind of it's equa- possible they go I, back. I equate I just don't it remember. to driver's ed. Like, oh yeah. You wouldn't go to your first driver's ed class and be like, okay, well now I know everything about driving a car. Like if you remember, <laughs> like listener, if you remember your first driver's ed lesson, would you have trusted you behind the wheel of a car?
1: Uh, yes.
0: I would not have. I was terri- <laughs> I was terrified of the highway. I thought semis were like the most dangerous thing ever.
1: My dad's going to listen to this and be like, she said yes too confidently and I was the one that taught her how to drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just, I remember my, my dad, my dad tells me stories about learning how to drive in LA traffic. That sounds awful. With five, six lanes and just like. I'm not. No.
1: We're from Nebraska. In case we haven't made that clear, we uh, live in a very. You're
0: from Nebraska. You
1: live in Nebraska right now, Ryan. I am
0: from <laughs> Iowa.
1: Okay. That's not helping our cause. We still live in the Midwest. and People are
0: like, those aren't the same thing. <laughs>
1: Those are two it's like, different It's states. like when we
0: when we lived in Wyoming for a while and people were like, why would you move to Wisconsin?
1: <laughs> we don't live in Wisconsin. They
0: are different places.
1: <laughs> I remember I went to New Orleans once with History Club in high school and they asked me, isn't that the place where there's more cows than people? And I said, well, yeah. And then they're like, don't you ride tractors to school?
0: Don't you ride tractors <laughs> like, to school?
1: Um, well, I live in Omaha. So, no, no, I don't ride tractors no, to school.
0: No, no, we ride combines. <laughs> <laughs> they're very different. They're very
1: different. Actually, I ride a horse.
0: <laughs> so, from driving class back to flying class. Oh, yes, flying class. Sorry. So, this scene, and I told Kim this uh, while we were reading this, I feel like this scene... Was done very well, almost line for line, shot like beat for beat. Uh, I I just I really enjoyed it, especially Malfoy's prodding of Harry, uh, and their you know. You know know what?
1: I love Harry's response to him though. He don't take no crap from him. No,
0: he's he jumps right into action to get Neville's remember all back.
1: That's that's something that I really love about Harry as a character is that he doesn't let people mess with him. No. Nope. He is very or his friends. Yeah, he's very assertive and he's very protective. Um if you didn't know this, we talked about enneagram in one of our earlier episodes. Harry is a 9 wing 8. A 9 is the peacemaker, the 8 is a challenger, so he's both peacemaking but he also has that hard outer shell where he's willing to be assertive and kind of aggressive in order to protect people yeah. that he loves. So
0: the enneagram, a different form of witchcraft.
1: <laughs> it really does look like witchcraft, though. The, like the enneagram, it's kind of like a nine pointed star thing. It kind of looks. I like I do a remember
0: pentagram. one time saying something about the enneagram to someone like, "Do you mean the pentagram?" I was like, "No, no I do not." A penta is something different. <laughs> like it's a different number. <laughs>
1: All right. I just I was like on.
0: I was like I was like I said a word and then you said a different word and you're like aren't those two words the same thing?
1: Like Wyoming and Wisconsin. Not the same state. Yeah.
0: We yes, they they sound very similar. Gold star for listening well. They're
1: also very far apart. <laughs>
0: wow. Well, yeah, They're we're not going to go down, down that apart. rabbit trail. Okay. So we we come back to the the end of flying class. Uh, Harry gets the remember all back from Malfoy. Yeah, and who is there to witness?
1: McGonagall witnesses his fantastic, like, huge dive on the broom, but then he manages to pull up at just the right time without crashing, while catching the Remembrall and, like, sticking the landing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like he doesn't so, hurt himself.
0: No, he perf- he perfectly executes this yeah. move that, according to McGonagall first years just shouldn't be able to do
1: right he just has a natural talent which yeah that's Harry Potter he has it's, a lot of <laughs> the things he's good at he's naturally good at
0: yeah and it's we talked about this with it's like his defense against the dark arts yeah uh, prowess when go ahead what well, you said like he gravitated to the things he yeah. was good at
1: yeah well and I think too well the reason why he's good at defense against the dark arts is because from the moment Voldemort tried to kill him he's been defending the dark arts so we're gonna see true. in he's, this book and every book forward he he's forced to defend himself against the he's dark arts
0: naturally predisposed to yeah. that
1: he's good at it because he if he's not good at it he dies
0: <laughs> yes it's like man you sure are good at breathing well i kind of have to be yeah. or else i die i
1: remember so in order of the phoenix which we'll obviously get to but it's just a great moment that explains this yeah fifth book they're talking about starting dumbledore's army and they want harry to teach them how to defend themselves and hermione's listing off all of these accomplishments that harry's had so far and he's like yeah but you don't understand he's like i had to do that like I had to. If I didn't, I would have died. You would have died. Ron would have died.
0: It's not like he's going out there seeking it. Right. And that's it, what it is seeking him. Yeah.
1: People think that he's seeking it and that he's purposefully getting into trouble or that he's just like this some great wizard, you know, that like Dumbledore that just is amazing with magic. But really, he's just like, I have to be or I'm going to die. And
0: well, it, it's the difference. It's, it's the difference between being good at something. Because you want to be? Well, being good at something because of necessity, as Mm. opposed to being good at something because you're a narcissist. Yeah. Like, Harry's not a narcissist. (laughs) He's, he literally, like, it's not about, it's not about him being this big figure. It's about him being good enough at the thing to not die.
1: Yeah, to survive.
0: So, uh, and, and his, his skill with the broom is. A part of that. I
1: mean, it's a little different because obviously he's not being attacked by broomsticks. He just is a naturally good flyer. But with everything else, it's definitely because he has to be. His skill
0: is noticed by McGonagall. Yeah, and she does what, Kim? She. Because <laughs> who, who should told them to stay on the ground? And right. he definitely didn't.
1: He definitely didn't. So he thinks he's going to get expelled or be punished of
0: some sort. Almost immediately. Ryan
1: like, thought it was so funny that he's like, maybe I can be Hagrid's assistant and carry his bag. He,
0: well, well, we talked about this just briefly that. Harry is still at that point where he's waiting for the dream to end.
1: Yes, we talked about it while we were reading. And,
0: yeah. and because he says as McGonagall's leading him away from the the flying lesson yeah. that he's like, "Oh, I I I have my bags packed in 20 minutes and I'll be on a train tomorrow." Right. Uh, so he's still waiting for all of the for the fantasy yeah. literally and figuratively to be done.
1: Yeah. He doesn't It's almost like he doesn't feel like he deserves to be there.
0: Yeah, like he doesn't belong yet.
1: Yet, yeah. It's
0: not truly home yet. Um, And that's where I think kind of the fear and the insecurity around, oh, I'm going to get kicked out again. I'm going to get kicked out. I messed up. Yeah.
1: Um, It's probably also a trauma response because of how he's been treated his whole childhood, just assuming he's done something wrong and will be punished for it. Yeah, if you do
0: something bad, like ergo something worse will happen yeah Yeah.
1: so he's but
0: but that doesn't happen
1: no so mcgonagall takes harry to find wood which harry thinks is a cane he's gonna get whacked with also funny um wood turns out to be oliver wood Ooh, we could read about oliver wood let's read about him
0: (laughs) so uh kim's gonna go back to the compendium for uh for oliver wood's description but McGonagall goes to Flitwick's class and gets yep. Wood out of the class to talk to Harry about a, a a proposition she has.
1: A proposition. Okay. So the proposition is that Harry would play for the Gryffindor-Quidditch team.
0: As their seeker. Yes.
1: Oliver is the team captain. He also plays the keeper, which is kind of like the goalie. Yeah, the goalie, yep. Yeah. So Oliver Wood... Um, is the keeper and captain of the Gryffindor Quidditch team. He is eventually on the reserve team for Puddlemere United, and he does come back and he fights in the Battle of Hogwarts, which is really cool. Yeah. A magic fact, Fred Weasley jokes that Oliver would have bumped off the Slytherin Quidditch team if he could have gotten away with it. I'm not sure what that means.
0: Maybe, like, killed
1: like hurt them so that I, they couldn't play
0: i you know let's go yeah let's go with the more uh the, the kinder version the kinder
1: <laughs> version okay the enthusiastic oliver wood proves to be a capable captain of the gryffindor quidditch team during harry's first three years at hogwarts with a passion for quidditch that borders on obsession he frequently launches into lengthy pep talks prior to quidditch games in prisoner of azkaban wood's dream of winning the quidditch cup oh I'm not going to continue reading. Spoiler. After graduating, Wood plays for Puddlemere United Reserve Team and returns to fight in the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah.
0: So I needless, don't want to
1: spoil what happens to yeah. the Quidditch World or the Quidditch Cup.
0: <laughs> needless to say, Oliver's a very competitive
1: Yes. Very, uh, he's leader. the jock.
0: Yeah. He's, yeah. At the school for wizards, yeah, he's, he's the, the, the jock. jock. <laughs> he's the jock. So, yeah, that's... um that's just a little bit about him and he's very excited about the prospect of harry joining the team
1: yes and if you've seen the movies his accent is real great do you not it i don't remember he's scottish so it's Uh, really really nice and he's pretty cute anyway moving on
0: needless to say not a fact i remembered about the first movie (laughs) but that that's kind of the setup that you know he'll play for the quidditch team and he begins his training the next week um and that's kind of where that storyline
1: ends ends, for the most
0: part because then we jump into this although quick fact yeah
1: we do learn that james harry's dad played quidditch yeah
0: and he he was a very good and he was an excellent quidditch player
1: yes so, in the movie, they have him as seeker. That is not correct. He's also, he's a chaser. Okay. So, anyway.
0: They're kind of like the forwards, like in soccer. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, they're the ones scoring the they're goals. They're the ones and... scoring
1: points. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. So.
1: friend and George are the beaters, which would be like the defense. The,
0: yeah, the like defend, defenders. Yeah. Um,
1: we'll learn more about Quidditch. Don't yeah. worry. So,
0: we move on. Okay to this brewing conflict.
1: Oh yes. The whole reason why we're here. The Midnight Duel.
0: Yeah. So Kim, kind of break down like the nuance of the like the nuance of this proposition and then how it actually like right. comes to So fruition.
1: Malfoy's pissed that Harry beat him. What I mean, he's embarrassed, kind of uh humiliated maybe. Yeah. So he tried
0: to humiliate Neville. Harry inadvertently humiliated Malfoy to get the remember all back. And now Malfoy's pride is...
1: Malfoy done did, been humbled. (laughs) Done,
0: done did, been humbled. Thank God this is not Muggles, Magic, and Mischief, the grammar podcast.
1: I purposefully said it like that.
0: And you did it so well.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So he is humiliated and wants to get back at Harry and he challenges him to a wizard's duel now Harry doesn't know what that is but he's like uh and Ron's like yep he'll do it and I'll be his second so just like any other duel like we don't really have duels nowadays but in the past thankfully <laughs> yeah in the past you would have yourself and then you'd have someone that would step in if you died and couldn't continue so same thing just with yeah. wands and magic yeah And Malfoy makes it very clear, no contact, just with magic. So that's the proposition. It's
0: not not like a physical fight.
1: No, they're going to meet in the trophy room at midnight. And what I actually find funny leading up to this is the advice that Ron gives Harry. It's it's bad (laughs) advice. It's so bad. He's like, so if he tries to curse you, I don't know how to block it. So just dodge out of the way.
0: (laughs) It's like, brother, not helping. Not
1: helping at all. So they end up leaving the Gryffindor common room and getting caught by.
0: To, to Hermione's dismay.
1: Yes, but Hermione catches them and is like, you should not leave. I just won those points for Gryffindor knowing all about the switching spell and we're you're going to lose them. you are going
0: to lose all these points, guys. Come on. Come
1: on. Um, and they get locked out of the Gryffindor common room. The fat lady has done did
0: disappeared. <laughs> and then they run into Neville, who's been trying to get into. Yes. The, he's been. He can't remember the password. Which What's
1: the password. Do you remember? Pigs now. Pigs now is the password. But Hermione's like, that's not going to help you much, though, because she's not there. So, so
0: the four of them,
1: they journey to the trophy room. Yeah. And right as they're about to get into the trophy room, you know, Harry pulls out his wand. But then he hears who he thinks Malfoy, not Malfoy. It's Filch. And And they were
0: worried about running into Filch the whole time. Yeah. So now it's kind of like that. Oh, no. The worst case scenario Yeah, We're
1: getting caught. And so they start running. And Neville trips at one point.
0: (laughs) Clanks over a bunch of armor. Well,
1: he pulls Ron down with him. And they run into armor. To which then Harry's like, run! (laughs) (laughs) Just like everything wrong happens. And then they run into peeves. Oh, my gosh. Can you just read some of what Peeves says? Because oh. I just find it so stinking funny.
0: So, uh, <laughs> I'll just read this section. Uh, it was Peeves. He caught sight of them and gave a squeal of delight. Shut up, Peeves, please. You're going to get us thrown out. Peeves cackled. Wandering around at midnight. Ickle firsties. Tut, tut, tut. naughty. Naughty, you'll get caughty. <laughs> You're not
1: doing it quite justice. Naughty, naughty, you'll get caught (laughs) i
0: I'm not doing that. Now, if you don't, not if you don't give us away, Peeves, please. Should I tell Filz? I should, said Peeves in a saintly voice, but his eyes glittered wickedly. It's for your own good, you know. Get out of our way, snapped Ron, taking a swipe at Peeves. This was a big mistake. Huge. Students out of bed, Peeves bellowed. <laughs> Students out of bed down the charms corridor. Oh no. So,
1: so they, then. He
0: alerts Filch to. Yes,
1: yeah, so now they're running again. Running and running. And somehow, twists and turns, winding, they end up in the forbidden third floor corridor. Now what happens? I feel like I need to read it because you're just not giving it wh- the like well, mm, that it needs.
0: Well, at one point, um, are you talking about the time that Peeves says nothing?
1: Yes, gosh, I. So so why
0: don't you do that? Because, because I'm not. As they were getting lost in the school, I was also getting lost a little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we have Hermione's great. Great magic moment. She uses a Lohamora and she they're all hiding behind this door now. But they can still hear Filch and he goes Which way did they go, Peeves? Filch was saying. Quick, tell me. Say please. Don't mess with me, Peeves. Now where did they go? Shan't say nothing if you don't say please, said Peeves in his annoying sing song voice. <laughs> Alright, please. Nothing! Ha ha!
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Told you I wouldn't say nothing if you didn't say please. Ha 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 and they heard the sound of peeves whooshing away and filch cursing in rage. So I just just crack up.
0: Again, so it's so funny. It, it's a hilarious chapter.
1: Also, my performance. Oscar worthy. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. So Neville has been pestering Harry for this whole time Peeves and Filch are going at it. And Finally, Harry turns around. What's there? Don't say the name. Just what a is it? A
0: giant three-headed dog. Yes. With his eyes locked yeah. on all four of them.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, of course, they're freaking out. There's a three-headed giant dog. They run. They get back to the Gryffindor common room. And then Hermione says her famous line. Ryan, would you like to read it?
0: I feel like you've set a precedent where <laughs> this is like her... her
1: her line yeah and it's
0: so funny it it tells you so much about her
1: i hope you're pleased with yourselves we all could have been killed or worse expelled now if you don't mind i'm going to bed i just love how ron responds ron stared after her his mouth open no we don't mind he said you'd think we dragged her along wouldn't you (laughs) like we didn't even invite you it's Mean Girls. She doesn't even go here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that's the end of the chapter, though. But
0: Hermione does put together a fact. Oh,
1: that's true. About Puzzle why the, why mm-hmm.
0: the dog was there in the first place. They're like, why would that be in the third floor corridor? Yeah. Well, what was it standing on? The floor? No, dum dums. It was standing on a trap door and then Harry puts together that outside of Gringotts, Hagrid said the most, the safest place in the wizarding world was Hogwarts. And he connects A to Z and says, well, whatever
1: Hagrid took from the vault
0: must be under that door.
1: Yeah. And that's the end.
0: And that's the end.
1: Our next chapter is chapter 10, Halloween. It's a good one. Um... So do you have any last closing thoughts?
0: I, honestly, I come back to this. It was just so entertaining.
1: It was. It was so good.
0: I, I laughed and like I won't lie. Like I'm at the end of a pretty long day as we're recording and I'm kind of tired. But that chapter woke me up, entertained me, made me laugh. I enjoyed it so much
1: um also now congratulations you've made it halfway through harry potter and the sorcerer's stone Mm. and congratulations Mm. to you listener you've made it halfway through harry potter and the sorcerer's stone
0: (laughs) really good job all of you
1: yes great job for our last segment
0: as you know
1: ryan would you like to do the honors
0: this is are you smarter than a first year
1: I was last week. Got all of them right.
0: Kim is coming off of a perfect score from last week. So let's see this if This week? <laughs> let's see if we can make this into a streak.
1: Also, I just want you to know, I do not prep for these. Like, this is all no, on the spot.
0: I, and honestly... The, I don't even
1: know what the questions are.
0: I grab them at random out of the box. Yeah. And um, So
1: just a reminder, this is from the... Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit. I think it's like the ultimate, ultimate edition. Ultimate yep. edition. Yeah.
0: So here we go. Six questions. Let's see how Kim does this week on Are You Smarter Than a First Year? Dun dum We do. We need the old school. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, where a-
1: the lights go down. Dun
0: dun dun. Or I need to improve like my, uh, Regis Philbin like <laughs> boy is like oh my gosh it's gonna be great.
1: Well Meredith someone was the other host who was who was it?
0: Oh gosh. I
1: don't remember. I'm gonna look it up. It's gonna drive me nuts. Okay, well, go ahead. Here
0: we go. First question. According to Professor Dumbledore, what Horcrux did Lord Voldemort create unintentionally?
1: Unintentionally. Harry.
0: That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> What complication does Lord Voldemort say prevents him from using his wand to kill Harry?
1: They are twins.
0: Th- who the are tw- wands are the twins. The wands are twins. Correct. Two for two. Yes. What creature does Professor Trelawney see in Harry's tea leaves? The Grim. The Grim. Is correct. Thank you. Which students does Harry save from the Burning Room of Requirement after he has found the Horcrux Diadem?
1: Okay. There are two of them. Yes. So I'm having to think because in the movie it's different. Okay. So in the book, hopefully what this is going on, is Malfoy and Crab because Goyle dies.
0: Okay. This is the movie version.
1: This is the movie version. So.
0: So I will let you. I will let you have another try at it.
1: He then saves Malfoy and Blaise Zabini. That is correct. Thank you.
0: I think with these cards, we should always err on the side of movie.
1: Well, I just like to give both answers. So. You so know.
0: either either way, Kim okay. got it right. Yay! So, uh, your. Do fifth... you want to know
1: why it's that way? Why it's different? Sure. The actor that played Crab, who would have been in it, so they replaced Crab with Zabini in the movie because Crab was in jail.
0: Well, that's for silly. some kind
1: of drug possession, I think. Well, yikes! Yep. Fun
0: fact. Good to taint your your so far perfect game with a bummer fact.
1: But hey, I'm still got all my right. Four so. for
0: four so far. Here is the fifth question. How long do the champions have to compete in the second task of the Triwizard Tournament? An hour. They have one hour. Yes! Five for five. The final question.
1: Okay. I'm so nervous.
0: (laughs) What effect does the spell Apugno have when Hermione casts it on the birds that she has conjured?
1: That's when they dive bomb and start pecking Ron.
0: That is correct. Yes. Two straight weeks. Woo-hoo! Kim is smarter than a first year. Round yeah, of applause.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will now do my acceptance speech. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: This has been edited,
1: <laughs> redacted, redacted.
0: <laughs> so what you all missed was the <laughs> thirty minutes of the
1: <laughs> thanks. T- Thanks to my husband. Thanks to J.K. Rowling. we have always been supportive. Thanks to Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs>
0: <laughs> who had nothing to do with the book, <laughs>
1: the movie.
0: Thank you guys. Thanks for, for listening. For uh, for uh, indulging us in yes. the uh, Are you smarter than a first year? I hope you learned segment. something
1: new. Yeah, exactly. Maybe had some fun.
0: Yeah, and if you're if you're cheering for Kim, you got what you wanted. If you're cheering against Kim, better luck next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't cheer against me sad
0: wouldn't it be funny if we found out that there was somebody listening to this and on the weeks that you get one wrong they're like i was six for six <laughs> it's like well There's good for you
1: doing that
0: <laughs> ladies right. and gentlemen uh, it has been uh Another magical journey through the wizarding world today with you. Chapter nine of Sorcerer's Stone is in the books we have done. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't <laughs> even plan on it. So
1: it's in the book, Sorcerer's Stone.
0: <laughs> it's in the book. Uh, we do hope you enjoyed this. Uh, look at the midnight duel next week. We'll be looking at chapter 10 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, entitled... This is Halloween, this is Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Tim Burton presents... <laughs> it's just called Halloween. So, what do we have to look forward to in chapter 10?
1: Well, I don't want to spoil it. Well, but just give Halloween us... Halloween at Hogwarts, come on. Uh,
0: so... Halloween what more do
1: Ho- you need to know?
0: Halloween at Hogwarts sounds like that's like the best like, thing ever. That's like the holiday um, thing.
1: Well, I would say Christmas. They they probably
0: of, go yeah they go all out for
1: they Christmas, go all but out for Christmas. But
0: thematically, Halloween feels like
1: yeah. Thematically, Halloween is a big deal and something very big happens.
0: Now that's how you do a teaser. That's you have now you-
1: been teased. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Moving on.
0: (laughs) But until next week's episode, if you want to reach out to us, be sure to check out our Instagram handle, which is at muggles, magic and mischief. You can reach out to us there and chat with us. We would love to hear your thoughts on chapter nine of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Kim, what's something we'd like to hear about? from them
1: i want to know what line made them laugh the most
0: you know what that is a very good question we, that's
1: what we talked a lot about is yeah. how funny it was so what made you laugh the most yeah. and do you like ryan's infectious seth laugh?
0: you will hear it a lot um <laughs> but also you can go rate and review the show on whatever podcast platform you are on whether that's itunes or spotify or wherever you're finding us uh ratings and reviews really would be appreciated and that would help us also share this episode with a friend
1: yeah if
0: you know a friend that is into the harry potter books and maybe they're on a rereading of the books this might be something good to share to them also if you know somebody that is like myself who has a very a casual interest in the Wizarding A limited world.
1: experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then this would also be a great show to share with them, yep. so that they can have someone with yourself to walk them along the pathway of Harry Potter. Yeah, definitely. So we end this show like we end every show. I ask him a very important question, Kim. After all this time,
1: always.